0: Thought Bubble
1: Audio. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the twenty nineteen Thought Bubble Audio. Holiday Special. I'm Frank. I'll be moderating today. I'm from Beer with Geeks and Supergirl TV Talk. Joining me uh, around the, the the hearth here with our cups of hot chocolate that necessary necessary hot chocolate. Uh, first off, we have uh, our friends from Hate Watch with us. Uh, we've got Kelsey. Hi there. We've got Kirsty. Hello. Uh, we've got Palmer from Academy Rewind and Batwoman TV Talk. Hello. Uh, we have my lovely wife, Marissa, from Loud Women. Hello, I'm here. And we have my friend and, and partner in all things podcasting, Tim, from Supergirl TV Talk, Beer with Geeks, Academy Rewind, Read Up. Am I missing any?
2: Tolkien TV Talk. Talking also, TV I can't talk. believe that you introduced me after your wife. That was... <laughs> that's, that's crazy. I feel The place of honor I sit in on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Our struggle today, Tim. You and me, as I,
1: you know, as soon as I started it, I was like, I don't know what order I'm going in. I, I, this is, I'm just flying blind now, I don't know what's happening. We're gonna see where this lands, where this crazy plane goes. Um, oh man, but hopefully, I don't land in 1334. Um, oh. we decided to do a lovely holiday hate watch, a good old fashioned hate watch. We uh, we dialed up Netflix and uh, we we watched the the new 2019 holiday movie, The Night. Before Christmas, Night with a K, starring Vanessa Hudgens. Produced by Vanessa Hudgens, too, apparently.
4: Oh, no.
0: Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was it written by Vanessa Hudgens? No,
1: I don't think it was written by anybody. <laughs> hey, hey, stop stealing my bit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, are, are there. Are, does anybody want to. Does anyone have opening statements before we dive into
2: this? <laughs> this movie was far better than I expected it to be. Oh,
1: wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Your standards were pretty subpar, huh?
0: (laughs) Oh, they were. They were pretty deplorable. It's it's a rom com, so Tim always starts at a negative two.
1: That's true. Tim hates love.
2: Yes. Uh, Why? No. Don't let that spread. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You know, here's the thing Love is great. Palmer. Is a liar. <laughs> End of soap Great, <laughs> great, cool.
1: So, what? What exactly? The movie opens uh, in 1334 uh, with uh, a knight named Sir Cole and his brother, who's about to be knighted. Uh, it's a week before Christmas, and his brother's going to be knighted on
2: Christmas Day, and they're they're going off for for a hunt. Yeah, that's what you do in 1334. You got a <laughs> you got to feed yourself it's like well whole foods won't be open for hundreds of years we better go hunting and everything's right. on there's no new episodes on so true true yeah there was nothing to watch
1: <laughs> yet so <laughs> um so there was there was the the hunting and there was a falcon i didn't really know with the falcon I feel things. like it was a
3: competition. I don't think it was so much as a hunt. Okay, a hunt might... for food as much as it was a hunt for honor. Uh, so they were all running off to chase the falcon and, and win the p- p- damsel. I don't know. I,
5: I It was it was a beautiful
6: way. The that,
3: old hag, as the they old, so
5: kindly kept referring to crone, her. The old, the old crone.
3: crone. The old crone. That's the one.
1: That's right, yes. I was so, like,
3: wow, that's offensive.
1: So, <laughs> yeah, no
2: kidding. No kidding. So, all right. She wasn't even old. Well, she was back then. She looked like she spent too long in a tanning booth, or I guess thirteen thirty-four. She spent too long like rubbing oranges onto her face. The old crone something. was
3: kind of hot. Like she had a full brow. Like she had a she had fully penciled in her <laughs> eyebrows that morning. I was like, old crone is like keeping it tight. Good for her.
1: A lot of makeup. <laughs> I Feel like old crone was was spending a lot of time in the cryo chamber.
3: I mean, it's Netflix. You got to glamor up, you know. True.
1: It's true. So when we go to Bracebridge, Ohio, uh, where Vanessa Hudgens is Brooke, she's a teacher, and she she gives, I, I, I want to hear, uh, Kelsey, I want to hear your thoughts on, on her advice, her advice of, like, true love doesn't exist, so study hard, that she gives to her, her student.
4: It, it seemed a little harsh.
1: yeah. A bit.
4: Also not very teacherly. I don't know that I've had a teacher give me romantic advice before. (laughs) felt
3: a little unprofessional.
2: (laughs) No, what was unprofessional was the hug she gave the kid afterward. Correct, correct. (laughs) That was unprofessional. That's true. Yeah, as the teacher in the room, did did you feel like this was evocative of any conversations you've had with your students, Tim? (laughs) Uh, No, but I actually do know people who... Have had conversations like that, not let, like there isn't love or anything, so study hard. But, you know, I, I do know teachers and students who have similar relationships to that. So that actually felt fine. But then she gave her a hug, and I was like, don't you want a job the next day? Right. <laughs> like,
3: also, she I, asked for the hug. The teacher asked the kid for the hug. Yeah. I was like, mm, yeah. I don't think oh. that's all right.
2: Nope. At
1: mm. least she asked.
0: true
2: (laughs) True. i guess that's true i guess that is true that is a really thin line yeah yeah appropriateness so i I
1: guess we're supposed to take away that brooke is like damaged damaged
4: dead inside
1: yeah yeah the
4: thing with vanessa in her many iterations on netflix is that i never believe she's good at whatever job she's saying
2: (laughs) i was just gonna say that she that she's there's no way she's a science teacher A hundred percent not a science teacher. No,
5: but she did stand there casually with her hands in her pockets. So, like, I mean, she had that that was pretty teacherly.
2: That is very
0: teacherly. (laughs) Although i I didn't buy her wardrobe as being a.
3: She dressed too well to be a teacher. I had the same commentary. She rolled in on Christmas morning with a high waisted pant on, and I was like, "That is a look. You are not wearing that at eight a.m. on Christmas morning."
1: Do you think her parents bought her the wardrobe too, or?
3: Oh, because they bought her the very expensive house. The house? Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> maybe,
1: they left her. maybe those are her mother's high-waisted pant. Yeah, I don't think she, a, she a teacher. Her.
5: <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can
3: afford that kind of an outfit.
1: I don't know. I don't know.
5: J.Crew does give you a 15% discount with the teacher's badge, so. Oh. Uh, okay. You know?
0: Mm-hmm. I am glad somebody picked up on the house, because that was the first text I sent Tim, which was, this person owns a house with a guest room. Yeah. And with... No, a a guest house. A guest house.
5: An entire (laughs) accessory dwelling. That might have been the first
3: place I called bullshit in this movie was the guest (laughs) house. That was the first time I put my drink down and said, okay, no, there is not a guest house. Get out of here. In the year of our Lord 2019,
4: who in Ohio has a guest house?
2: I thought the house was her parents' house. It it was,
1: but we didn't know that when we first saw the house. So we were like, how, how does she have this
2: house? And then it was expositioned. To us, that she was, well, she see, got it from her dead parents. Here's, I'm, I'm kind of equating this movie to a Hallmark movie. Yes, like, in which everybody has a nice house, regardless of what they do for a living. Yes, right. That's like the, the staple. So I almost accepted that in the way that I accepted the time travel in the movie. Like, yeah, okay, there's time travel. Like, let's move on but I also accepted the nice house and the nice clothes with the job that definitely can't afford either of those things. Right,
1: right, yeah, yeah. It's 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 the same
2: level of magic in the movie.
1: (laughs) It's all one big package, I, I agree, I agree. So, so Sir Cole meets the Crone, she's all like, you're gonna go on a quest, and if you don't succeed by midnight on Christmas Eve, you'll never become a true knight, even though you're already a knight, but you won't be a true knight. That was you'll deeply a, confusing. You'll be a phony, basically. He
2: won't be a knight in his heart. Right. No, wait, que- question. I have a legitimate question. I thought that he wasn't knighted yet, so he's not actually a knight yet? No, his, his he is. His brother's not. Oh, so I he—it's not like his turn next. No, oh, yeah, okay. it's very,
1: it's very weird.
5: It's just like spiritually, he'll never be like the knight that right. he wants to be <laughs> if he can't complete this quest.
2: Part of that is his haircut, not working for him.
5: Yes,
3: agreed. Is this? Can I jump in? Please, that I have a lot of opinions about he. So my general disbelief here is that he is not hot enough to warrant her completely looking past all of the time travel stuff. And that starts with the haircut. Yep. Agreed. If he just did a quick little, if she was like, come stay in my house, everything's fine. Let me just get you a quick little haircut. So you don't look like you're going to billabong in 2007. (laughs) I think we would be in a much better position, but I couldn't suspend my disbelief for the bad haircut. Totally agree. (laughs)
4: See, this read to me as Netflix attempt at a poor man's Jamie Fraser, who
5: has a similar haircut, but it's hot. Yes. Mm. That's a thousand percent what Netflix was trying to do. I need to look up Jamie Fraser.
2: Yeah, I'm doing that yeah, right do. now because I'm like, I see, I see Jamie Fraser. Of course, I, I have a working knowledge of who that is, of course. They of course.
5: wanted it to be sort of like dirty, scraggly, hot. Oh, Outlander. Mm. Yeah, oh, but yeah. he is not a dirty, scraggly boy. No, because he has a sweet little boy face.
1: By the way, if uh, if everybody uh, wants to take a shot that we mentioned Outlander, please go ahead and do that now. <laughs> your dog. eggnog, uh, very good. All right, that's out of the way. That's good. We got the first one of those in. <laughs> um, Every
5: episode's an Outlander episode if you work hard enough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: exactly. Guiding
5: principle over at Hate Watch with us.
1: Uh, yep. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I love. I love that that has made its way. Um, <laughs> So Kirsty, uh, so she she the, the glowing magical disc that with the time travel and everything. What was what was your take on this this time travel device? And um, should everybody have been a little bit more like, wait, how does this work? Should be or, or was it fine that everyone was like, yeah, sure, time travel, uh-huh. yeah, checks out, let's do this.
5: I think if we are ever going to introduce time travel to a fiction, unless we want to go like full on Lord of the Rings and spend like seventeen epics just talking about the rules of magic in the universe it's super acceptable to just like be like glowing orb sends you through time space it's fine um also i don't trust netflix to try to build a mythology so i actually really (laughs) appreciate them just being like here's an orb it will glow when it's time travel time
6: (laughs) (laughs) that's all you need
1: to know
5: that's all we need you know yeah and like we it's really just a zany setup to get these two star-crossed lovers in the same room um so that's you know it's fine
6: it <laughs>
0: works in same time period
5: i think what was crazier to me um than the glowing orb and the mechanism of time travel itself is as we discussed earlier that this like wayward gentleman shows up thinking he's a knight and Vanessa Hudgens is just like, this is fine. He can come into my home. <laughs> nothing about this is strange.
1: Here, come into my house where there's, there's absolutely nothing to defend me and just be naked in my house. That's fine.
5: Yeah. My
3: favorite part was when her sister confronted her about the unsafe nature of inviting a mentally unhealthy man to stay in her home. And her, and she was like, no, it's okay. I'm a teacher. I can tell a bad apple and he is, he is harmless. I was like, no, I don't think that qualification comes with being a teacher. I don't think then no, you but- get. correct me if I'm wrong, teacher
5: friends on the call. But I, don't, <laughs> I was like, that is not a good enough reason to let that man stay in your home. No, most teachers are not trained clinicians.
0: No, you are you are 100% right. Tim is a horrible judge of character.
2: <laughs> yes, I'm friends with you. That is correct. Oh. Um, I would I would say that yes, you are pretty good at judging like tomfoolery, but you are not a good ju- like that is not a reason to invite somebody potentially dangerous into your home.
6: Are you saying it doesn't
2: give you a magical knowledge of whether somebody is dangerous or not? <laughs> Well, you have to actually be a teacher to learn the secrets of that, so <laughs> I I'm see. not allowed uh, to. I think I might have even said too much. Right okay, now. all right. Then we better,
1: we better get you out of trouble. Uh, but uh, Palmer, you love you love rom-coms as much as anybody. How would you feel about the meat I cute do. of of her hitting him with her car? Her steed. Sorry, her steel steed.
0: Well, I mean, that that's how you know he's okay. Like, he didn't flip out when she did it. Right. So naturally, at that point, you invite them home with you. Okay. It's like a lot. It's like
1: a puppy.
3: That's how Frank and I met too. I hit him with my car and yeah. and just brought him home. I
1: thought I was
2: Superman.
3: <laughs> he still does. He hasn't really recovered from that delusion.
2: <laughs> That's how Jane Foster met Thor. That worked out okay. That's true. That's true. That worked okay for them. This is basically Thor without Thor.
1: Without all the good parts. Actually, there was a Thor moment later that we'll get to, um, but uh, but yeah, that's true. That is kind of this is kind of Thor. So so after the hospital visit, he's fine. And then Kelsey, I feel like you would appreciate the, all the like. We need to make it really clear that he doesn't know how technology works. He doesn't know what a car is. He doesn't know what the radio in the car is. He doesn't know what any of the buttons do. He doesn't know what the sunroof is. All all this, all this like he doesn't know how
6: it works.
4: I feel like he was simultaneously confused by these new technologies and also not confused enough.
6: Yes.
5: Well, like the old crone did foreshadow. She did.
1: Oh, with the but, flying steel dragon and all that.
5: Yeah, she fully prepared him for the wonders of the future. <laughs> fully prepared. He he adapts way too quickly to using an Alexa.
2: Yes. Yes, I agree. He figured out how to use the TV without anybody showing him. Right. That's the one that got me—not the driving or the Alexa or anything like that. It was the—it was the TV. It was a deleted scene. He asked Alexa.
1: <laughs> For sure, it was, it was at the same time too quick and not quick enough. But I, I feel like just they really hammered home multiple times. Like, there was the whole scene in the car, and then there was, like, coming home with, with the Alexa and the fridge and the TV. And, like, time after time, like, well, oh, you don't know how these things work. Let's spend five minutes doing sight gags.
3: I actually <laughs> found that kind of delightful. That was sort of my favorite part. Was <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, yeah, that is true. They wouldn't know how this stuff works. Sure. And there's something, you know, as much as he's not hot, he was very sweet and funny. Um, so I'll give him points for those. And so they, it was kind of fun to watch him, like, futzing with the buttons in the car
1: mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's not hot yeah. we, you said what you said what he, he's a hollywood five but a he's netflix. a hollywood
3: five but a netflix seven okay like in the real Ooh. like like in compared to normal hollywood movies and stuff not hot but like a netflix like
5: it's yeah, pretty cute
1: but then like the, vanessa hudgens is like a 10
5: right do we know how tall he is
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> right right oh my god is he not tall is I know strong? he must be tall. I don't know, man. Okay.
5: C- compared to Vanessa Hudgens.
1: Well, he's, here's the thing. Is-
5: Excuse me. I'm going to do some work on IMDb. Please, please do. All right.
1: You, you please do that. And <laughs> well, that's an important that.
5: factor into the is he hot discussion, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Is he hot
1: or just tall? But right. if he's neither, then exactly. what?
5: Like, how much of that seven is just, you know, just height just attached right. to a six? In
2: inches. That's Question. Exactly. Is he a real life seven or is he a real life eight, nine, or ten?
5: Ooh, that's actually a good question. Oh. Go raising ahead. my hand, he's six foot one. Okay.
2: Not that tall. He's,
5: he's but a tall tall enough. gent. Tall.
2: All right, Frank, just not not all of us are six seven, all right? <laughs> just, like, calm down with your six one, not that tall. <laughs> he's taller than me, but it's still not that tall. I, you know, at,
1: like, six four, wow, that's a tall guy.
5: But when you're playing hot and tall, anything over six has, like, significant sway over the formula. Okay,
1: okay, okay, okay. So, so it's a weighted formula, and above six is where it's really supposed to take off. Yes. yes. Okay.
5: Is this
4: the time that we should discuss that he was cast to be the lead in the canceled Game of Thrones prequel?
0: Please, Lance. Oh, my god! Really? Yeah. Wow. This was the Game of Thrones prequel.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a backdoor pilot.
4: <laughs> this is the way that the Daves are starting to, you know, make their mark on Netflix.
2: Wow. That's... Yikes. Yeah, nope, mm So he was supposed to be the, I guess, because that show was supposed to follow the early Starks. So you're looking at, like, Ned Stark's rape something or other. Nope, don't yeah. buy it, not believing yeah. it. Was it only supposed to follow the Starks, or
0: was it following the Targaryens, too? Because he he's more is, of a Targaryen. He, he is
2: more of a Targaryen. He's got crazy um, eyes. Yeah, he was actually more of a, um, oh, shoot, what was Natalie Dormer's house? Sir Loras. Oh, Tyrell's. The, 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 the Tyrell's. One. He was more of a Tyrell than anything. I think I even said that to my wife. We were watching it, and I was like, he looks like Loras like Tyrell, but like a poor man's Loras Tyrell.
5: <laughs> he does have a little bit of that, like, dandy energy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Dandy <laughs> energy. <laughs> and your wife turned to you and said, I don't know what you're talking about.
6: B-D-E,
2: big dandy <laughs> energy. <laughs> no, my wife. She watched Game of Thrones. She knows exactly what I was talking
6: about.
3: I think somebody somebody mentioned that uh, he he has crazy eyes, and I think that that was that's important because he definitely has <laughs> dead eyes, and um, I think that's a big contributor to why I am afraid of him and don't buy it because he does have insane eyes.
5: He does.
3: It's like he's up to mischief, but he's also like going to murder you. It's like
5: the. This sort of shady, soulless look behind his eyes that the Property Brothers have. <laughs> Same as <Zelle de>
3: Chanel.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. So, so he tries to build a bonfire in the yard. That goes really poorly. He tries to catch a skunk for dinner. Can, I mean, does anybody know? The bonfire went well.
3: <laughs> yeah, I guess. It's a great fire.
1: It's true. Actually, it went a
0: little too well, a little too fast. And it wasn't out of control.
1: No, he knew what he was doing. He's a he's an outdoorsman. He knows what's going on. But yes, he did
0: try and uh, track, hunt, and kill a skunk.
3: Do, do, do people eat skunk? Is skunk an edible meat? He didn't know better. It was the first meat he saw. He I, he, he thought
5: it was probably like. A f- a f- I don't know what's a comparable. What kind of animals do they have back in the 1300s?
1: I don't know. That.
5: From what I understand from Outlander, there are not skunks in Europe, so he like genuinely may not.
1: <laughs> that, that was actually my next question: Is like, are there are there skunks in Europe? Like, I don't, I don't know.
5: There is a long thing in Outlander when they first come to America about discovering
1: skunks. Ah, <laughs> um, okay. So there it is for historical records. Mention of Outlander, take another shot.
2: Cheers. Skunks are edible, incidentally. Oh, Native okay. Americans ate skunk, um, and they are, quote, better than raccoons and possums. Oh,
1: well, that's a relief. Really- yeah.
3: Everything's <laughs> edible if you try hard enough. That's true. That's true.
2: <laughs> that and Outlander. Challenge
0: accepted. The closest thing to skunks they have in Europe are cats who went under
1: a uh, painted fence. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. Now I want to do that to my, my cat. Um, so so they go to a diner, and this is where the other Thor moment happens to him.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Because he, he likes the coffee, and he goes, Wench, another! Uh, which literally
2: happens in Thor. Yep, except that Thor doesn't call anybody a wench. No, oh. because
1: as we found out, uh Wench but, is an offensive term, so right, we don't, this we don't is, do this that. This
2: movie is literally, someone was watching Thor and was like, Yeah, this this can work. This is I'll good. take this, this, and this. I still did nobody wrote this movie, but if they did, they
1: were like, Yeah, we'll pull from that.
0: You know, his explanation of Wench doesn't sound that bad. He essentially just described a hostess. Like he was like he was like, Oh, you find it offensive, but in my land it means this really nice person who brings us stuff.
1: Right, and and so she, yeah, she she gets into to to say server instead, and he pretty quickly adopts that. Right, right. So, because
3: he is a modern feminist. <laughs> I, just what a, what growth we saw there.
1: I, I did <laughs> so fast; it was almost unbelievable. A true ally. Too so fast to be believable. Um, and yeah, and then, you know, as a feminist, he decides that he needs to stand up and fight her battles for her when her ex walks in. Wait a second.
3: Also, why did she let him bring the sword? Why did she let him bring the sword to the diner? <laughs> like,
6: first mistake.
3: <laughs> why did the hospital give him back his sword? Why does he still have the sword?
1: Here are your clothes in a plastic bag and here is your weapon. Why did the cop allow him to have the sword? Why? Right. <laughs> Right. A lot of places where we were failed by... A lot of places. You know what? There was a lack of healthy skepticism in this universe. Bracebridge, Ohio, apparently, everyone just takes everything at face value. I'm like, sure, time travel, that makes sense. Sure, a sword, that's fine. Sure, uh, you've had four runs with the cops in four days, that's normal. Like, everything sure, was- take my car. She
5: had
6: take some
1: car, line yeah. she
5: kept saying, which was like, just because you, like, don't understand it doesn't mean it's not real or something. And it was supposed to be like a stand-in for Christmas magic, but it kind of sounded like Stockholm Syndrome.
1: You are a science
2: teacher.
5: <laughs> but you know what? That line, the first time they said it, it
3: kind of got me to buy in. It hit me in the right way. He was like, yeah, just because you don't understand it doesn't mean it's you can't conceive of it doesn't mean it's not real. I was like, wow, maybe that's true. And I just got it so is. I was like all right, you know what? I'm bought in. I'm here. Let's go.
1: <laughs> I have subscribed to your cult Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, so he keeps going back to that holiday the Christmas village holiday market whatever it was. I love okay. that, like the fourth time he he calls the Mrs.
2: Claus like old crone that 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 Santa's like, "Hey, stop calling my wife a crone." <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time. Does anybody, does anybody remember, um, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? Yes. You know, the Kevin Costner movie, where, uh, at the end of the movie, like, they, the sheriff marries, quote unquote, Mary's made Marion, and the witch comes in, he's like, that's my wife, Crone. <laughs> and that's all I thought of this entire movie. Every time Crone, I wanted it to be like, that's what? Crone.
6: <laughs>
0: Never happened. Uh, I- I kept hearing Stewie say the word "crone" because that's his the name of his butler. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's not a word you hear a lot nowadays. It's not
1: I. I, I don't. I don't advocate for bringing it back either. I'm. I'm good. I'm good without it. <laughs> all right. Okay, crone. All right. <laughs> Thanks. New <laughs> uh, okay, boomer.
0: Frank is a no. I'll note
1: that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Palmer, for writing that down. So yeah, Alexa TV. He stays up all night watching TV and learns modern slang. Uh, so now he's lit AF like the kids.
3: I loved the little uh, the little synergy plug for Netflix binging, where she was like, "Oh my god, do you want to binge this TV with me?" And then they just had a whole scene where the two of them sat there and did a Netflix binge of stuff. And I don't think they outright said Netflix, but I was like, "This is this feels a little heavy handed." Oh yeah, they well, did
5: Okay, what? they didn't outright. <laughs> Kelsey and I are going to the same place right now. <laughs> We're entering into a rage spiral. Um, this is a moment. I'm going to head the floor to Kelsey, but we need to enter oh, no. in our favorite segment, Netflix, What Have You Done? Yes, <laughs>
1: please, please, please. Let's do this, let's do this.
5: <laughs> so they watched another
4: Netflix special from this year, which is now the yes. second year that Netflix has decided to cross-promote their content through their other content. And it's annoying and weird, but it was made worse this week because the Netflix social team put out an infographic showing what movies referenced other movies as if it was a fun game that we're all playing. Oh,
6: no. It's
5: titled The Netflix Christmas Movie Cinematic Universe or some
0: nonsense. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm looking it up now. Yeah.
5: Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, there's um the acorn when they're trimming the tree. She's like, my parents got this yep. in Alcovia, and that is from... Um, A Christmas was Prince. Was it? A Christmas Prince. Oh, I didn't yeah. catch that one. We all
5: know one. that's how you change important constitutional laws of centuries-old monarchies in order to um firm up the line of succession <laughs> for your illegitimate adopted son.
1: Got it, got it, got it. Cool, 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 cool. I, di- I didn't catch that one. I did catch Holiday in the Wild.
5: Which is bad,
4: just throwing that out there. <laughs>
2: Aw, I was going to watch that today. These are all the movies that are connected. Yeah. A Christmas Prince is connected to basically all of them except Holiday in the Wild. Yes, it is. It is the Iron Man. Um, The Holiday Calendar, Christmas Inheritance, the The Princess Switch, Holiday in the Wild, and The Night Before Christmas.
5: There was an article that was talking about The Night Before Christmas and the link to the Netflix Holiday Cinematic Universe. Um, That was talking about how the most disturbing aspect of it is that if all of these do exist in the same timeline, then that means that there are four women in the world that are all perfect doppelgangers of Vanessa Hudgens, (laughs) and that the character from this film has had to, at some point in her life, grapple with an existential crisis about these three other women who have been portrayed on screen, who are her.
1: (laughs) Solid. That's tricky, man. I don't
5: <laughs> want to live in a world where there's four Vanessa Hudgens.
3: It's <laughs> too many.
6: Too many.
1: That's one too many. If those twins could just figure something out, everything else would be fine. But it's it's their fault. This is a great cinematic
0: universe. I stand behind it wholeheartedly. It is also <laughs> the original
2: cinematic universe. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. We can. It call can't it the be the original one. Christmas Prince came out in 2017. Original one, Tim.
1: There's time travel involved, Tim. All bets are off.
0: That's true. Technically, it starts in 1300. It wins.
2: He's got a point. It Dracula wins. starts at the beginning of time.
1: So on December twentieth. So on December. <laughs> that's the universal one. <laughs> On December 20th, they're decorating the house. There's only four days left for him to find his quest. He hasn't even found his quest yet. He doesn't even know what his quest is yet. and he's well, all like he
0: doesn't know what his
1: quest is. He found it. He fa- hey, that's true. He found it, but he doesn't know he found it. That's a good point. Uh, so they're decorating the, the house, and they're sharing their childhood memories, and she's all like, my parents are dead. And he's like, yeah, same. They took me away from my parents. Same, same thing. This is totally the same.
3: Yeah, I was like, wait to undermine her moment here. Like, you can made her, make her feel heard. I became a
1: squire and I learned how to bake bread and everything. But yeah, my parents are always in my heart.
3: Yeah, and she's like, yeah, but my parents tragically died of an illness, mystery, mystery illness that got them both. I guess. And he's just like, no, yeah, let's talk about me.
1: I think yeah, the mystery illness killed the mom, and then the dad died like six months later of a broken heart because mm. it was the plague. <laughs> exactly. That—that's how all of their parents died. Basically, basically. But but really, everyone is way less confused than they should be about the whole time travel thing. Like way, way less confused than they should be. But well, she doesn't believe he really time traveled. Right, right. But I, I, and it happened
0: to him, so he kind of has to believe it.
1: I I, I suppose. I suppose. Um, I, I love that he doesn't like her fake tree. So he decides that, they, that uh, well, as Marissa put it, um, he doesn't approve of her fake tree, so she looks at him with horny in her eyes and agrees to buy a real tree.
3: <laughs> she does. She has a very specific face that she makes in this, where she's just looking at him with pure lust. Like, it's just, all she wants to do is just have, just kisses with him. Just, she wants to have so many kisses with him. Outlander and kisses. And that's all she wants. And I'm like, you are. You are thinking with your lady parts. You are not thinking with your brain during this whole thing. And yes, she, in this scene specifically, is there in front of the Christmas tree and she's looking up at him and she's just like, I want to just kiss you all
1: day. Definitely kiss.
5: I do think there's like a special academy that they send the female romantic leads of um, holiday movies to where they teach them how to stare up through their eyelashes all doe-eyed and lovey-dovey. Yes. Um
0: I actually run that course
5: you know, and like teach them how to like make their skin look like it glows or whatever.
3: <laughs> is it, do they also learn how to keep their hair perfect even when they get a bunch of snow dumped on them oh, through yeah. the sunroof?
0: Yes. That's an elective.
5: I think what they do is they just rip out your hair one by one and reinstall it. With <laughs> oh, full <hair>. that, <laughs> that way you're just like ready to go on set every damn day. <laughs>
1: Is that also the academy where they teach you that when the guy who says he's from the 1300s asks to borrow your car, you just say yes and let him do it?
5: <laughs> that, that was the part I believed the least about this entire movie. That was where this movie lost me.
1: But which part? The part where she let him borrow the car or the part where he was kind of able to drive it, even if poorly?
5: <laughs> that I could believe because there are cases of, like, three-year-olds who, like, drive their cars through town. Like I've seen that in the news. I was like Vanessa Hudgens. Someone could die. This
3: is this is irresponsible.
5: Yeah. And the police are like, uh, you maybe shouldn't have done that. But like she should have, I think, been arrested probably.
1: <laughs> probably. Like, criminal
5: he, negligence. <laughs>
1: he he definitely should have for driving without a license. And the cop found the car.
5: Yeah. He doesn't even have a so like
3: a social security number. Like he can't <laughs> drive.
1: Like he doesn't exist
0: on the record. She asked him, and he said he knew he would be okay, so she did all she could
6: <laughs>
0: she's, she her hand at that point
1: she's good she's free and clear, Yeah. yeah yeah well he drives he drives back to the Christmas village and gets some w- words of wisdom from santa uh and uh, uh so he's he's all pouty because um because he hasn't figured out his true quest yet, and he's sad. It's very relatable. This this this, this made him so sad. I want to find my quest, and no one told me yet, and I'm sad. And, uh, Kelsey, this reminded me of, of uh, uh, oh, I'm forgetting the name of the movie now, but you, you two talked about the uh, Prince Harry and Meghan movie where he was all, he was, I'm sad.
5: Oh, Sad Boy Sex Lion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's not the name of the movie either, but I know what you're talking about.
1: (laughs) That was the standout moment for me from your evaluation of it.
4: Yes, those were Lifetime's original (laughs) Meghan and Harry royal romance movies. In case anyone needs to go, look that up.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, just (laughs) he's like, I haven't found my question. I'm sad. You 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 drove my car into town and abandoned it on a sidewalk. (laughs) But I'm sad.
0: Okay. You know... You're not you're not being
1: very sympathetic, Frank. <laughs> I suppose I'm not. I suppose I'm not. Uh but also, come on. So so okay, they're all they're all decorating the tree. They you know, she she says something nice about don't worry, you'll find your quest and he's like, "Okay, not so sad anymore." And, uh, uh, they're trimming the tree with, with her sister and her niece and, and her sister's all, you know, you should jump his bones because he's a total package. That was
4: the total
3: package. I was like, get out of here with that line. He's not the, (laughs) he doesn't have a job.
2: (laughs) He also has bad hair. Being a knight is a job. It's not a paying job. (laughs) Actually, it is a paying job, just not in. 2019.
1: I love that her theory, her sister's theory, is he was probably a medieval enthusi- enthusiast before he lost his memory. Like, that explains all of this. That makes it fine. Like, he's the total package. He's a medieval enthusiast, just like we all dreamed about when we were kids. So I have a medieval, medieval enthusiast who lost his memory. Total package. Since
0: we're, since we're talking about whether or not he has a paying job, um, what are the chances, if he actually has any of his currency on him wouldn't that be worth a fortune now
1: oh that's a really good
0: point like if you here's here's one silver ingot
3: that's true but i don't want a man with old money i want a man who makes (laughs) it
0: i want new money
6: i
3: want that new money
1: i don't want mr howell so you married me for none of that (laughs) (laughs) i I made a big
6: big (laughs) mistake really
1: really struck out there (laughs) yeah really oh boy um, apparently this town only survives on hot chocolate, because everywhere they go, they're like, let's talk about this over some hot chocolate.
4: Like, you guys need to hydrate.
1: Get yeah, a like, water once in a while. And he mile. keeps calling it mead.
4: Yeah, in what world does hot chocolate taste like mead?
1: Like, in, in no way. In no way does it taste like mead. It's in the world different. where you put kalua in it.
3: I was going to say, it doesn't make things fun like mead does. After right. a few, you're like, wait a second. This does not have the same thrill as the mead.
1: This, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, there was so much hot chocolate. The movie ended, and I was like, damn it, it worked. I want hot chocolate now. Was this a, was this yep, a plot was, by the Swiss to, like, make me want hot chocolate? I, I, I don't understand. But, um, but, but that's, that's how that goes. So Brooke's putting on this big Christmas feast for the town, and, and she needs Cole's help, so they, they go grocery shopping. So cue another wow, the future is awesome sequence. Tim, what were some, uh, I've, since you enjoyed those, those scenes as much as you, you, you did, like the, the, oh, look, bread, and, oh, look,
2: let's buy 12 hot chocolates. I actually was kind of, I, 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 I enjoyed earlier, but by the time he gets to the grocery store and he, like, puts a, like, it kind of reminded me, he reminded me of a kid who was like, no, I want to put all of the stuff in here. But she was also, she had the opposite reaction. She was like, wow, I didn't realize you could make bread. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, she knew, but she knows she's bad at it. Mm, no, her reaction to him making loaves of bread was much.
4: Vanessa doesn't have a good track record on Netflix with baking.
2: Okay. In See? general, she knows her limit.
4: Yeah, in the Princess Switch, she—I think she was a baker, but she yes. made a puree using a stand mixer. Yes. Oh, oh.
2: Fool! I'm gonna pretend like I know what all that means with a paddle attachment.
5: Yeah. Like they went—they didn't even use a whisk.
2: <laughs> didn't even use the whisk.
5: What? Now I have pureed fruit with a whisk in a KitchenAid before. It can be done with the right fruit and a whisk, but you can't do jack with a paddle and a fruit. Nope.
1: Obviously, <laughs> that's so. So, so she has a She's a history here. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this is consistent within the Netflix holiday cinematic universe yes. of Vanessa Hudgens. Yes.
5: In the Netflix cinematic universe, nobody knows how to cook for whatever reason. Okay. <laughs>
1: Good to know. And especially if they look like Vanessa Hudgens, then they especially exactly. can't. Got it. It's okay. It's because
2: they want to be relatable. I guess, yeah. She's just a normal girl like you or me.
3: <laughs> I will say, so he didn't have a job, but he is the full package in that he made all of that bread. That's true. Like, we had been, we were watching last night, and we were talking about her horny eyes, and then I was like, I have horny eyes for all of that bread. Like, that looked amazing. <laughs> I would marry a man who could make that kind of bread. That cool. was lovely.
1: That I can do.
5: <laughs> His kneading technique is far better than that of another love interest in a Hallmark movie we have watched this year. <laughs>
6: yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah.
5: So if we want to compare just by love interests of holiday films, he's up there.
1: All right, so he's got that going for him. Cole, Cole's on the board. That's good. <laughs> uh, all right, so they're making the bread. He has the magic bean in the bread. And it's all like whoever finds it gets to make a Christmas wish foreshadowing... Blah, blah. Oh, she runs into her student again, and her student's all like, More, remember me? Let's talk more about how love might not be a thing. Um,
5: This was the scene that bothered me more than the initial scene. Like, I can get behind the teacher being like, Hey, teenager, like, get your head out of your weird romances and focus on school, because that's your job as a teenager. But then this teenager comes up to her and is like, oh, I thought about it, and I actually don't need a man. I'm interested in school. And she's like, oh, about that, I actually kind of believe in love now. So. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> my advice for your life changes as, uh, depending on where my love life is. So
5: yeah, Exactly. <laughs> the way that I guide you through your formative years is based <laughs> around my internal crisis. <laughs>
0: It's a lot like the end of A Christmas Carol. Scrooge is now happy.
6: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: hmm Yeah. Yeah, but Scrooge also isn't being like, Tiny Tim, quit your, like, leave your family, do whatever, because I hate family. And then at the end, he's like, no, actually, I believe in family now, so you should stick around. Deleted scene.
3: Also, like, I like, the girl was all excited. She was like, yeah, I'm going to focus on my academics. So I'm going to be smart and a woman in STEM. I'm going to be so successful. And she's like, No.
0: No. <laughs> no. What happens if a time displaced knight shows
1: up?
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just don't do anything. Sit around and wait for your time displaced knight, and everything will be fine. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I love when when they're making the bread, uh, and how he pulls a Swayze to teach her how to how to knead it right.
3: That made me. That made me so mad. I was like, if anybody ever like, is trying to teach me something by getting in that close of a physical proximity to me, I would punch you. I'd be like,
6: get off
5: me! I don't like this! This is not what I learned! (laughs) I feel like kneading is also not something that you can do while someone's hand is on top of your hand. Like, kneading is like a a physical thing, and if you have someone restraining your wrists when you're trying to get a good roll on your dough, the dough's gonna suck. Completely agree.
1: And yet, somehow, magically, the bread is perfect. This is the third magic in the movie.
0: I'm just imagining somebody at the Christmas party eating the bread, being like, "This doesn't. This doesn't taste very needed." It's almost like somebody's wrists were not allowed to roll.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's like a, there's like a baking critic. At the at the Christmas feast and they're like, excuse me, this bread is subbar. Yeah.
5: Get Polly Hollywood
3: in there. He's like, I've seen this before. I know exactly what this is. I know what it is. He's that. one of those over it- the shoulder needs.
1: <laughs> this is ghost bread. <laughs> Did someone pull a Wazy. I do something's, something's up with this bread. Also,
3: like, ha- adding one uncooked bean into a loaf of bread, I was like, that is not a fun surprise. If <laughs> I crunch down on a lovely, luscious loaf of bread, and there's a crunchy-ass dry bean, I'm going to be unhappy.
2: <laughs> <Yep>. Agreed. <laughs> Break a Agreed. crown. Agreed.
1: Ter- like, Terrible tradition. Terrible. Don't, do not approve. This is not thoughtful
0: Audio approved. Beans are only supposed to be used to trade for cows. Mm.
3: Yes. <laughs>
1: magic ones.
3: They don't have dentists back in the 1300s. If somebody's just cracking teeth on well, their...
1: They still people. don't in England.
3: <laughs> 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 sorry to all of our English listeners.
1: Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> you know it's true. So, so Brooks' niece and her friend go missing in the blizzard. Uh, the, the, her mom is like, yeah, sure, you can go play in the snow and then they just go off into the woods and find themselves in the middle of a frozen lake.
3: Like an idiot.
1: <laughs> yes. This was Darwinism. <laughs> This was Darwinism, and then the time traveler intervened and changed the course of time.
0: Yeah. it's No, you should have just let nature take its course at that point. I, we can't find our niece. Well, she was dumb, so <laughs> sorry. Too bad.
4: I read a very good article on Vulture about this that framed this event as the child acting out against her mother because she wouldn't let her eat sweets the whole movie. Uh... <laughs> That's now my take on this. <laughs>
2: I'm just going to go throw myself into a frozen pond because I can't have my Milky Way. Yeah, that checks what, out. Wasn't she allowed to have hot chocolate?
5: But hot chocolate's the only beverage allowed by the law during December, so it doesn't count. Mm.
0: <laughs> true. I guess that's true. Especially in Ohio. Yeah, Especially
2: I guess.
5: Especially in Ohio.
2: Yeah. In this this Christmas town where the cop is way too cool about stuff.
5: <laughs> rural suburban
2: Ohio. Now, it was pretty cool the way he saved her niece, right? Like, it, he was...
1: He, he he knew what he was doing because his, like, outdoorsman, you know, like, living in the 1300s instincts kicked in. He was like, here's what you do. Get on your belly. Crawl like a snail. Let's do this.
3: My favorite was Frank's reaction where he literally was so engrossed in that scene. He goes, is this... Is that what you're actually supposed to do, Marissa? If if you end up on ice, <laughs> is that what you're supposed to do? So, lesson learned, kids. Well, you know, if you find yourself on ice, distribute your weight over the ice. It's uh we all learned yeah, something that is actually that. real. Yeah, Netflix says. To be life. fair,
0: I I did the same thing. I'm like, oh, this is very interesting. <laughs> See? Yeah. All right. We all well, learned like, something.
1: I'm glad that the Maynard and the Vermonter were able to yeah, we're like, this.
3: This is how you act on ice, you
5: idiots.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I, I come know. from a
5: culture of ice fishing, so I've heard this before.
1: I come from a culture of ice cubes. So like, that's, that's basically my exposure. <laughs> I
0: come from a culture of what the hell are you doing on a frozen pond, you moron? <laughs>
2: I come from the land down under. Mmm. <laughs> from the land down under. There's no ice there. <laughs> Bummer. That's Falling in Love,
0: and that's a completely different movie, Tim.
1: (laughs) But somehow that still doesn't um, fulfill his quest, right? He's all like, no, saving a kid's life, that doesn't do it. It's got to be something with my
2: heart. It's got to be something important. Yes, he definitely didn't save those kids out of the goodness of his heart or anything. Right? Uh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And they finally almost
2: kiss, but then her brother-in-law decides he's going to start appearing in the movie. That was the moment where my wife was like, kiss kiss they're gonna kiss and she was like watching this because i had to watch it and by the end she was like they're kissing they're doing it like the the magic the magic of netflix christmas movies that's how they get get you right they suck you in
1: they suck you in and then you can't get out like a frozen pond
3: they should have done it sooner i couldn't believe they made it they made it like three days without kissing, uh, spending all day together, batting their eyelashes at each other all day. I was like, I don't believe it. Eating bread. They watched Netflix together all day.
0: Completely unrealistic.
3: Right? Just smooch already. Actually,
1: that's true. When they, when they binge watch Netflix all day and yeah. like she sleeps on his shoulder and everything. and, and they, they
5: ordered a pizza yeah.
1: and they
2: didn't
5: even kiss. Are you
3: kidding
1: Come me? On. I don't believe it.
2: Come on.
5: It would besmirch his honor.
2: There was also pizza to be eaten. Like. I mean you know, yeah, but i don't I don't know
3: I would pe- kiss anyone who bought me pizza
2: that's, that's
1: <laughs> I can attest to that one that was true i've 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 experienced that one um so as they as they get ready for the feast they're you know they make, they bake the bread in the morning and and uh they they get dressed, and he's captivated by how beautiful she looks and and he doesn't know how to tie a tie, and neither did she and it's, oh, how silly the neck ribbon I don't know what I'm doing. Um, the neck ridden that's what they called it a neck
2: ribbon <laughs> uh, oh neck ribbon i thought you said yeah. neck ridden like ha ha yeah. you have a neck you fools you- <laughs> <laughs> no
1: some people are neck ridden she gives him you know she remembers earlier in the in the film he mentioned that one christmas he got an orange and a half penny so she gives him an
2: orange and a half dollar because she remembers the callback. Because she's, she's a cheap-ass, is what she is. That's teacher <laughs> salary gift right there. I got you an orange and a, and a half dollar.
1: Well, you know, she spends all her money on high-waisted pants, so all that's left in blue <laughs> is an orange and a half dollar.
2: It's true. Well, oranges were extremely expensive back in 1334 so like they like just
5: it was a good gift back
3: then it
2: was an excellent gift back then like an xbox Xbox.
3: best of both worlds she can cheap out but she looks like she's rich that's amazing it's
2: great yeah she really wins really she wins christmas this year she spent (laughs) 350 on a christmas present
1: she really she, she didn't even wrap it she that's true that's true, but she wins in the, like, you know, the, the most
2: thrifty award or something. It's true. Oranges are already pre-wrapped. That's the point.
6: Oh,
1: <laughs> touche. They're, they're talking about this guy, David, who's in town, and he's holding down two jobs to provide for his kids, and and um, they, they get to the Christmas feast, and Cole has arranged for Santa to bring David and his kids, like, all their presents, everything on their Christmas list appears at the feast and and the town gets together and buys these gifts and and gives David you know some some money to to help provide for the kids Beautiful, beautiful moment where the whole town pitches in.
3: So I was feeling a little bit um, misdirected here for a moment. I was like, maybe this isn't going to end the way we think it is. Maybe the, you know, the knight and Vanessa Hudgens aren't going to end up together. But they're setting us up for her to fall in love with this nice dad who's like gone through a hard time, and this nice normal dude who has a job and who is like a good guy. But um. That was not the ending. I was like, Frank, maybe she's going to end up with the dad. He was like, no, this is a Netflix Christmas movie. That's not how it's going to end. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I was hoping for a little bit of a modern twist. But no, we'll end up with a knight. It's fine. Spoiler alert.
0: Yeah, he's not a knight. (laughs) Right, exactly. The movie's called Night Before Christmas, not David Before Christmas.
3: (laughs) Why would you want this nice family
0: Why would you date somebody who's not a knight?
6: Right.
0: That's what I have always said. (laughs)
2: To Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> and I she goes it. out why? on a date with somebody who's not a knight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when she went on dates with me, I'd be like, why would you go on a date with somebody who's not a knight? This doesn't make sense. He doesn't even have a sword. I don't check any of your boxes. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not old money or new money. I'm not a knight. The only thing... <laughs>
3: doesn't bake bread. I don't
1: bake bread. I, I brought you pizza. That's really all. That, <laughs> the only box that I
2: check, but I guess that's all that matters in the end i Marissa. Take you, Frank. Why? I'm not a knight. I'm not a
6: knight. you were there, that's literally what I said. Your wedding,
2: your wedding was awkward that way. You really should have said that out loud.
1: Tim and Kelsey can both attest to how awkward that moment was. But, <laughs> it was
4: extremely awkward.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it very was. weird. It was so strange. Very, very weird. So now Carl feels like his quest is fulfilled because he did the good deed. And uh, he needs to do one more thing and you're like, oh, great, they're finally going to kiss. Nope, he needs to pose for selfies in his armor. <laughs> yes, that was actually his quest all along. All along, that was the other thing he needed to do, was to was take selfies. It was right there in the beginning when he first came to 2019, and those, those women were like, can we take a selfie with you? It's really that the, the spirit of Christmas is all about selfies.
2: Tell me your sarcasms, Joe, that the spirit of Christmas is selfies. Of course it is, Tim. It is. Of course it is. Thank God. Yeah. So don't I didn't worry. do Christmas shopping at all. <laughs> I was just gonna go around and take selfies with people. Be like, Merry Christmas, click. All right, move on. Get out of my house. All right. <laughs> well, you need a night costume. Mm. Oh, you assume I don't have one. You fool. <laughs> right on. With that
1: with the selfies uh taken care of, uh he pulls out the oh 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 Allison. Alison, her neighbor. Remember from earlier in the movie when she comes over and she's hitting on him and Brooke is all like meh. I don't like Allison. She's no lady. She's a hussy.
3: I did not understand this character. I was like, do they just want to add somebody else to the credits? Like, why is this? What is the plot device? Are you just trying to make her jealous? We get no background, really, of why they don't like each other. She
1: doesn't need to exist. I mean, I feel like maybe in an earlier draft of the script, you know, had there been a script written, uh, this would have been like, oh, like, he he gets tempted by her. He, like, gets distracted by her. But from the start, he's like, nope, I won't go on a date with you. And then he's like, nope, I won't kiss you under the mistletoe. And she just folds.
3: Immediately, she's like, "Oh, okay, that's what I thought." Merry Christmas. I'm like, "Hold on a second. Are you a villain or not? Like this, you gave up way too easily if you're the villain, and you are the foil in their romance."
2: Like, Wait, she was supposed to be the villain. Like, I didn't think this movie had a villain.
3: I think she like, was the closest thing they had to a villain because she was like coming over, trying to seduce him, get in the way. We were supposed to hate her for no reason, and then she just I gave up.
2: Didn't even catch that. Honestly, I was right? like, oh, they didn't okay, cool. commit. Yeah, another person in the town.
3: They just kind of half-assed it.
2: Yeah, I, I, they introduced
0: her for the inevitable sequel next year, where yes. she tries to break them up.
3: Or where she, No, they at the end they set up. They set up like his brother was gonna have a have a journey, and so maybe he's gonna come back and fall in love with the redhead. Ooh. Ooh. Put it on the record. Now that's my that's
5: where my money goes.
1: That's a good prediction. Yeah, his
5: brother is definitely time traveling next year.
1: Definitely, yeah. definitely, um, and on TV, this movie will be, will be playing. <laughs> Definitely, that would be weird. That would be that'd be very weird. Well, they finally they finally kiss as the old crone watches them, just sort of like Gross. peeping she's tom, getting her jellies. Peeping crone, yeah, her. her <laughs> she's Mrs. Claus. She's getting her jellies all right. Um, but uh, his medallion lights up, and he's like, "Quick to the Christmas village! This is where I came into the world, and this is where I'm going to go out." And uh <laughs> He's he's all he's all grateful that she helps him believe in himself. Ah, this is all about him after all. That's really it is. It, it's all it about, is him. about it me. is. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. He is the night in the night before Christmas. I
1: guess that's true. Um, uh, Kirsty, what did you think about their ter- their tearful goodbye as he disappeared into a puff of smoke?
5: I think it was complete horse dukey. <laughs> <laughs> supposed to fall in love and she's like all bought in and I, I get that this is the emotional roller coaster they're trying to build you for but she's all bought in and he's like well i mean obviously i have to go back for my brother's coronation right. like obviously that was not a good enough
3: excuse bad excuse and
5: yeah. we're never gonna see each other again and i really learned a lot from you and i will cherish your memory for the rest of time like i did when i was taken away from my parents <laughs> and um you know it's been real and he just disappeared. By forever. How can you leave the magic of
4: television behind and not shed a tear?
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs> and also, like, he goes back in time. I know we're going to get there. But the reason I thought it was such nonsense is because when he goes back in time, he, like, immediately gets back and sees his brother and is like, Hey, I somehow made it back through the fabric of space and time to be here for your coronation, but the second I set foot here, I realized that I'm actually supposed to be in the future, because that's my quest. So
1: it's true. I again He's like Uncle Jamie in love, actually. He gets to his family Christmas, he's like, No. I hate
2: Uncle Jamie.
1: I hate Uncle Jamie.
3: Also, he had no idea. I like that before solving the problem of how am I going to get back to the future, he just tells his brother, you know what, I'm going to figure it out. I'm just going to go into the woods and holler for the old crone. <laughs> and we're going to just, <clears throat> hopefully things just work themselves out. So
1: see you later. Can I tell that we were watching the movie, and he's and he like saying that to his brother, like, all right, I need to go. And his brother's like, yeah, that checks out. Go, peace. You'll always be in my heart. I don't need to see you again. That's fine. Um, and then he, I I was like, what's he going to do? Go in the woods and shout for the old crone? And that's literally (laughs) exactly what he does. He goes in the woods and starts shouting for the old crone. He's not a great problem solver. He's not a great problem solver, but it worked.
3: It did. So maybe he is a great problem solver. I guess.
2: (laughs) Or she's just a creep and like followed him the whole time because she gave him this quest to begin with. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, I guess.
5: It is suggested that she was following him around, keeping eyes on him, because when he first got to the Christmas village, she's dressed as um, as Mrs. Claus, which is why he keeps going up to Santa's wife and calling her old crone. Right. And she's just, like, spying on him.
2: She was also at the party at the end when Vanessa Hudson gives her a little speech. She's also hanging out in the background there, too.
1: Yes. And she watches them yeah. kiss. Like, she's the only person in the room just watching them kiss. Like a creep. Like a creep. Mm -hmm. She's
5: got to monitor the quest.
1: (laughs) I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Um, Meanwhile, Brooke, Brooke uh, she runs into her student again, and now she's like, I didn't take my boyfriend back uh, because you told me science. And she's like, well... I think maybe true love is real because I met this guy a week ago and now we love each other more than never. She's
3: also openly weeping. I'm like, maybe take a minute <laughs> to process your feelings before you like scar this kid with your own issues.
1: I don't know. Tim, you openly weep in front of your students all the time, don't you? Oh, um, I'm going to plead the fifth off. This. <laughs> <laughs> what, in, in, in deeply personal one-on-one conversations with a, with a child, you don't do that? I'm gonna plead the fifth on
6: this.
2: <laughs> no of course not oh man this Deeply uh, unpro. I mean do you like go into a co-work like do you go into like I don't know the intern pool and like just start crying to them like, yeah yes. that's a
3: different story
2: I'd really rather not talk about that that was a really that
1: was a low point
2: <laughs> oh, your uh, whole lives are ahead of you you have no idea what it's like at middle management don't sell out uh, <laughs> go be free go be a barista somewhere <laughs> you'll be happier
1: oh boy um i love that she finds the gauntlets in her house yeah just neatly stacked gauntlets just too. yeah just just sitting right there and she's like
6: oh i'll always
1: keep them in my heart and I'll put my They're hands so in
2: his heavy. hand. I, I wanted to sleep with it, but it's going to kill me in the middle of the night.
1: I, <laughs> I know, he does. He just casually leaves that behind. Um, I also respect that she's eating the bread. She's just like, well, i got all this bread. Might as well start making a dent in it.
2: Yeah.
3: If I ever get left, I want to be left with a lot of fresh baked bread. That's I think that's the best way to mourn a relationship.
1: Right. That's that's yeah. how you'll know if you if you ever come home and I'm not there, but there's a bunch of freshly baked bread. Yeah. You know what happened?
3: I'll be like, okay.
2: All right, that's fine. <laughs> that's I'll fine. be sad for as long as this bread survives. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but guys, guys, then she finds the magic bean. Isn't that great, Palmer? She finds the magic bean and she wishes for Cole to come it back. It was.
0: It was. It was very cute.
5: She gets to make her Christmas wish. That's
1: it. She makes her Christmas which wish, which was for a switch. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's <laughs> not stupid. Like, come on, it's 2019. Don't we all right. want a switch? Yeah. 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 Uh, and then she finds a tree ornament that he made for her and he left behind on the tree.
0: Because it's a callback to her childhood and how her mother used to leave knitted things to f- for them to find.
1: So, so that's the callback to her childhood, and then she gave him a, a callback to his childhood, and it's all—it's all very full circle.
5: They know each other so well.
1: They do because they've they been do. together
5: a whole week. <laughs> yeah. And they kissed once. Four, so like, four days.
1: Oh, four, yeah,
2: four A days. whole four days. Whatever. A long weekend. A long, basically, yeah. <laughs> A
3: federally mandated <laughs> long weekend.
2: <laughs> but it was at Christmas, so it was like double the time. Sure. Because of the, the feelings magic. were running high.
1: Definitely. The magic just it enhances it so much. <sighs>
3: they have nothing in common. I'm sorry. Sure them to. They both all friends. <laughs> they haven't watched any of the same TV shows, or they don't like the same music. They, they, binged, an entire,
2: they binged an entire series season of something. To be oh. fair, he has not been exposed to any of the things that she has interest in. That's true. Science. She doesn't actually have any interest. <laughs> like, yet, she's a scientist. That word doesn't even exist in his time. <laughs> Th- they have a lot of catching up to do. They do. That's true. <laughs> That's true. do
1: you
5: think he should have accused her of being a witch at least like once? Right? Mm.
1: Uh, he didn't. Yes. Have, he didn't have enough questions about like yeah, like is she a witch? Is she, like, qu- questions about how, like, boyfriends work, right? Like, yes.
3: Yeah, she was talking about her ex, and he was just like, oh, your ex, okay, I yeah, got it. I know
1: what that is. We have <laughs> those in
0: 1334. In the sequel, she actually goes to work, and that's the first fight of the relationship. He's like, no, 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 you're a woman. You don't work. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that, that too. He's going to be, because the whole time he's known her, she's been home. He's going to be really upset to find right. out. She leaves the house every well, day.
2: There is there kind of something like that where that little girl is like, can girls be knights? And he's like, no.
6: <laughs> <laughs> it's like,
2: yes, you can be whatever you want. And he kind of just accepts that, but that really should have been there first. That's, that's going to be yeah, a bigger true.
3: discussion later.
2: That's good. That's good, Tim. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. that I, I feel
1: like I should be like, no, because you're a girl, you should be teaching squires how to make bread.
3: That's going to be a fight oh in the car God. home, car ride home. It's, it's
1: going to be tense. They get into her steel steel. As he's opening the sunroof. Yeah. <laughs> and all the fake snow pours in. That was the most amount of terrible fake snow I have ever seen in one place. When it just pours into the sunroof.
5: And she got out of the ha- the car and her hair was perfect. Perfect. I don't believe it. <laughs> I saw uh, an article, I think about a Hallmark movie, maybe a Netflix movie. Um, that finally admitted out loud, which is what I've been needing for a while, that their fake snow is made of either paper or cotton batting, depending on the scene.
6: Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: That checks out. I've heard potato yeah. flakes too.
1: I've yes. heard that too.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mostly paper. Um, that the hair thing reminds me of that. Uh, Mark Hamill did an interview a while ago where he was talking about um the Death Star sequence and the trash compactor, and he went to George. And he's like George, like. My hair was wet in this scene, but the very next one is dry. Like, shouldn't my hair be smudged or something? And Harrison Ford was like, kid, it's not that kind of movie. <laughs> <laughs> if people are paying attention to your hair, we're in a lot of trouble.
5: <laughs> that's such a big mood.
0: He's not
2: wrong. No, he's not wrong at all. That's the equivalent of this. Like, you probably shouldn't have been paying attention to her hair. I wasn't. I didn't didn't even register to me
5: that's because you're a man and you've never had to deal with the like scourge of wet hair in winter
2: um, very true i do i'm not frank i do have hair all right
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay but you have uh, never achieved like a flawless blowout and then had to shovel your car out that's yes. true. nothing ruins your day faster
2: That's true. Question. If you knew there was snow on the ground or it was snowing, why would you try to achieve a flawless blowout? Because if
3: we don't, then people will give us a hard time and say, you look tired.
5: Well, there's that. (laughs) But sometimes you also just like get up and go through the motions of getting ready, which includes blow drying your hair, whatever. And then you start to get your coat on and look out the window and think, well, FML, I forgot that I had to clean off my car. And then you think, well, how bad could it be? I just have to clean off the windshield. And then, you know, it escalates very
0: quickly. Gotcha. Yeah, Tim. Gotcha.
5: And just one last thing
3: before we move on this. In Frank's defense, he does have bad beard days. He I gets do. very upset when the weather is too humid or if it gets wet after he goes outside.
1: I do. So, yes. in his
3: defense, he understands
5: the scourge of a bad
3: beard. I guy.
1: totally do. I give myself beard blowouts all the time, and they get ruined by
2: the snow. <laughs> He's not joking.
5: Uh, I have no. actually seen a device made for men that's a beard straightening brush.
2: Yes, I we want can talk that. Off air, yes, but it I, exist. I, I know what the. It's the little heat thing, and it like pour and it moves it down. Yeah, awesome. that yeah, exactly. one. you just like brush
5: it through your hair and it straightens
6: it. Yeah, T- Tim, wow. I
2: see you and I get the same Instagram ads. Interesting. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. Yep. <laughs> cool. Well, they they know we're friends now. They
6: figured it out.
2: Yep. <laughs> These
6: guys right here.
2: Yep. <laughs> friends. <laughs> they get the same Instagram ads. Beard on, buddies. Buddy. Uh, do you also get organizing? Do you also get, like, pocket organizer ads? Like, put your iPad and your pen and your notebook all in one place, because I'm getting those right now. And now, that, and now that I've said it, you're all going to get them. Well. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
5: <laughs> yeah, the internet shows me the best organizing
2: content. Mm. Mm.
5: You guys are telling on yourselves. A hundred percent.
2: the only person I'm allowed to tell on, so it's yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Snitches get stitches. Yeah, except when, except when you snitch on yourself. Ooh.
1: Well, I I, I'm, I I just learned a valuable lesson from all of that. Just like Cole learned a valuable lesson about love being the first of all knightly virtues, and he tells the old crone that when she appears from behind a tree as he's shouting for her in the open air, um, and she sends him back to 2019 because he
2: has proved himself worthy,
3: a true knight.
2: A true knight. Question though. Is Cole really a historically accurate name? Yes. Old King okay. Cole. Okay, fine. I'm good. Oh, cool. Old King Cole. All right.
6: Cole, Cole Porter. Except
2: that, I Cole guess. Cole <laughs> but, but is his name Cole because he's like a Christmas gift she didn't know she wanted, but in fact it's Ooh. cold in the winter, so she actually needed Cole, so Santa delivering mm. Cole isn't so bad after all? So like that.
5: Oh, Galaxy brain. That is a real English teacher thing to say.
0: No, it... It's spelled differently. Yeah. Oh. Um,
5: if anyone is interested in some supplementary reading, I do have an article about all of the things that um, A Night Before Christmas got wrong about the historical time period of knights.
6: Yes,
1: so. please. Was nothing. <laughs>
5: about the show notes.
6: Put
1: that in the show notes for yes, real. Yes, please. I do. I would
5: <laughs> it like is to know. 0% that. ironic, which is the best part.
1: Oh, my God. Please, please send that around in Slack or something so we can read we'll that. Do. That's hilarious. We'll do. I love that. Oh, man. Well, I, I, so they're at the Christmas village. It's Christmas Day. Oh, 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 wait. No, Christmas morning, they're opening presents, and um, uh, uh, Brooks' niece finds a puppy under the tree that none of the adults have any idea where it came from. <laughs> and again, they do not react strongly enough. And the, the dad's reaction is just, I better go
3: pour some coffee. I would be like, no, who broke into my house and left a dog here? Like, how is there this animal in my home? Has it been vaccinated? Do I need to give it shots? Does it have rabies? I was, I was waiting for the tie in. I was like, oh, maybe there's a tie in with coal. No, just Christmas magic. There's no there's no tie in. I thought did it. Christmas magic.
5: Mm.
0: Santa brought it. That's
3: a whole. But see, we didn't even tackle the Santa thing. Yeah, you know, that came it. out of nowhere.
0: And if Santa brought it, it has all its shots.
4: Yeah, Santa didn't visit their house to see if they had a fenced-in yard. Like, he didn't do the work. Yes. And is it That's a rescue? That's not Santa's
0: job. She asked for a puppy. He delivered. Like, was What it happens after now? that is on
2: them.
1: <laughs> oh, but you have some very strict, like, warranty rules. Like, she checked about the car.
2: She's done. She's clear. <laughs> yep. Santa has reason? strict rules about everything. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I listen to Academy Rewind. I'm aware. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, uh but it's true. It's true. Like no one no one is like freaked out enough at this dog appeared. Like the parents both did you do it? Did you do it? Huh? Brooke, did you do it? No, huh? Well, I guess I guess we have a dog now, even though I specifically said at the beginning of the movie that we're not getting a dog. Also that
0: dog was very well behaved to sit in that position all night. That's true. In the socking.
6: hmm
1: Yeah.
3: I'd say you know it was Christmas magic. In real life he would have peed all over the living room.
1: Yeah, Kelsey, you just got a puppy, right? Like, did, did did this stand up to? Would your would your dog just like stay in a stocking?
4: Uh, no. We had several takes of our Christmas card photo, and the one we ended up with still isn't great.
1: <laughs> so mm. no. <laughs> and,
2: and Tim, you just got a dog as well. Does does this check out? Um, no. Dog goes outside. Dog goes outside. People generally are aware of where she comes from.
6: Other mm. dogs.
2: Also, we don't have kids, so I don't have to deal with their confusion. Mm, fair. Fair. All right. It up. would be
5: so disturbing to wake up one morning to an unexplained dog, like not just in your house, but like nestled into a stocking under your tree. With like, There's bow. so much intentionality there.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And nobody questioned it. Yeah. If my dog's under the tree, I'm nervous. The tree's going to fall over.
5: Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: yeah. Right. All right, so they're at the Christmas village, and
1: Brooke is explaining to her niece that, like, well, Cole's gone, but, you know, it's all, it's it's, it's for the best. It's, uh, you know, it's not your fault. It's not it's not you. It's him. And uh, and then he just, like, sort of appears, taps her on the shoulder, and is like, hey, I brought my horse this time. Is that cool? Can we crash for a while in your guest house? And
3: she's a, her first reaction yes, is still. she's just immediately like, oh, let me meet your horse. I'm Sherwin.
2: <laughs> Maybe she's a horse rider. It's Ohio. You don't know. That's something they have in common, question mark.
4: Mm, the
3: one
2: the thing. horse now lives in the guest
0: house. He lives in the regular house.
4: Does she have a big enough yard to accommodate a horse? No, yeah, does she? Well, she has a guest house, so probably. <laughs> she probably has access to stables.
3: I imagine that comes with just being a child of rich parents. If, you have, guest
1: house, if you have a guest house, there must be stables. They're off the in-ground pool. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, I guess that's where Sherwin lives now. Just just like in in the
2: guest house.
3: But also now, like, she's responsible for this night. Now she's like, Yeah, come live with me. Like you I am now your caretaker, essentially. That was a big commitment and she just took it on. She's gotta teach him how everything works. She's gotta buy him a cell phone. She's gotta get him an identification. Yeah. This is a lot of work now, she has just signed on for.
1: My favorite line of the whole movie is when he 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 gets down on one knee. And, and he's, you know, he says, you were my quest all along. You know, will you take me back? And she goes, nothing would make me happier, my handsome knight.
6: <laughs> Ugh.
1: Ugh. Ugh.
0: Yep. Ugh. Ugh.
1: That was the line of the movie.
3: She's fetishizing the knight thing. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. When reality strikes, it's going to be tough.
1: Nothing would make me happier, my Netflix five. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Netflix seven, Frank. seven seven, Hollywood <laughs> five. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. Hey,
0: seven's not that bad. It's above average. <laughs> okay. Which is more than I can say for any of you.
6: All
1: right. There it is. There it is. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that. Um, so I love... What do we all think of his plan to become a cop or
2: open a bakery? Either one. <laughs> um, I think you could do both.
3: <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry to be the Debbie Downer on this. He doesn't have credit. How's he going to open a business? This is
2: no he doesn't have a social security number. You can't just like,
3: open a bakery.
2: He, he can't do any of them. He can't be a government employee. He's <laughs> technically not alive.
5: You have no records. I was very concerned that the police officer was just like, I want you to join the academy, but you'll have to do a psych eval. As if that's like the only thing working against this dude right (laughs) now. Like, this guy doesn't know what laws are.
1: (laughs) He doesn't know what laws are. He doesn't know, like, what math is. He doesn't, like, he has no education.
3: I want to see a sequel to this where it's a year later and he's still, like, living in her guest house just watching Netflix. He's gained 20 pounds. Like, he just has no direction in his life. He's, like, kind of an alcoholic. He becomes fat (laughs) four. He becomes fat four and and (laughs) closes the loop. And she's just, like, hates him, and she's just so resentful. She's like, I could have married that kind single dad, but I'm with
6: you. Oh,
1: my God. That's a dark sequel right there.
0: (laughs) He's going to open the bakery. She has enough money for him to do it. She's a teacher in Ohio.
3: (laughs) That's (laughs) true. She's independently wealthy. That's fair.
1: That's true. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea of her, like, selling the guest house to pay for his bakery dreams. (laughs) Well... Uh, they literally just ride off on the horse as strangers (laughs) shout nice things at them. You look great! What a good couple! (laughs) Nice hair!
3: When the credits started, I literally screamed. I just said, that's it!
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was very abrupt. It was just like, and
2: happily ever after starts now.
3: I really need to flash forward to six months later to see the logistics of this relationship. I know, really. Yeah,
2: yeah. I feel like it ended there. I it, it feel like it ended there because if you didn't, you would have had to have done the next year for us to be satisfied. Which I'm all and for. And they didn't have time for that in a half an hour.
1: I <laughs> guess they put Paul in favor of this. Okay, that's good. But yeah, like, I guess if they went any further than that, they'd have to start addressing the questions that we're raising now. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> they just cut it off there. But I love it, there's a post-credit or like a mid-credit sequence, you guys. <laughs> like a true cinematic universe would. And Cole's brother is knighted, and he meets the old crone, and he remembers that his brother told him to be kind to everyone, so he's kind to the old crone. And, and she's all like, well, ah, here's a red orb for you. And that's the end. Sequel time. Then he goes
5: back and falls in love with the mean neighbor.
1: Yes. I bet that's what happens. I bet Allison was. God,
5: yeah, I hope it's not the mean neighbor. <laughs> yeah. you <can?
1: laughs>
5: Is it going to be the student? Oh. Yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>.
5: Dark. <laughs> they could be really subversive and have it be the nice single
6: dad. Mm. Ooh. Oh. It would allow
2: if they did the kid, but it was like a 15 years later thing. It would allow us to see what happened to Vanessa Hudgens and Cole.
1: True. So, all right, uh, Kirsty, let's start with you. How would you rate this movie uh, on on a, on a scale from Holiday in the Wild to A Christmas Prince? Where Where does this movie fall?
5: I would rate this movie as half of a Christmas Prince three.
6: Mm.
2: <laughs> so, Christmas Prince one and a half.
6: Yes.
2: <laughs> Is that anything like Lion King one and a half?
6: Yes,
5: it's It's more like Return of Jafar Seven, I think.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Kelsey, how would you? How would you rate this movie?
4: I would rate this movie as one box in the advent calendar in Christmas and Evergreen (laughs) Three Tidings of Joy, (laughs)
5: like December (laughs) seventeenth. One of those middle days they just put in the montage. Oh, jeez.
0: Palmer. Oh, 10 out of 10. All right. It gave me everything I needed except one tiny insignificant detail, which was how does the time travel actually send him to a different place on the map?
1: Mmm. That's time and space travel, huh?
0: Yeah. Like, it would be one thing if they both lived in England.
1: Right, right, yeah.
0: So maybe that's nine me. out of 10. He was
6: also,
1: He was also very accepting of the whole new continent thing. Like, that's a whole big thing I feel mm. like we needed to figure out. And he was just sort of like, cool, so this is a place called Ohio. Right on, right on. Cool, cool, cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt.
0: Well, see, I don't think he ever sees a map, so I think he just thinks, oh, they renamed the place.
2: I sure. I think he could just assume that they're still in England, right? Yeah, it's just a town that's different. I just can't stop thinking
3: about how much education she's going to have to do. This is a lot of work. (laughs) He's a project.
0: He's a project. It's like they both got a new puppy,
2: him, her, and her niece. Well, she is a teacher. She is a teacher. That's true, Tim. It honestly would have been better if she was a history teacher, because then she would have been, like, in line, she would have known some things to help him, Mm. but, but they didn't play into her being super, like, even if... Even if you're not a science teacher, you would be skeptical about him saying he's a time traveler. That was supposed to add to her skepticism, right? That she's like, I'm science and he's yeah, magic. Yeah, that's
5: to, like, drive home the, like, you know, thing, believing things you can't explain thing.
2: Yeah, mm. that's most people regardless of what you do for a living. So sure. she could have been a history teacher and actually had some kind of connection with him. Fair.
0: No, she couldn't, Tim, because <laughs> then, then we would have
2: spent an hour
0: and a half of you complaining. She's a history teacher. How does she not know all these things were
1: wrong?
6: <laughs>
1: I kind of want to hear
2: that podcast, honestly.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, so Tim, so those are your thoughts on it. What? Uh,
2: how would you rate the film? Do I? I have to give it a? Do I have to give it a like a fun Christmassy rating?
6: Dude, whatever or, you want, man. Follow uh, your I just have to like, rate it
2: highly. Um, it highly, that's Palmer's two rule. out of two out of five, two out of five, <laughs> two out of five. Not a complete failure, and I kind of enjoyed it for what it is. But I, but you hate love. I will not.
6: <laughs> All
2: right, can we take a poll, Palmer? Not you. Anybody <laughs> like? Are they actually in love? Yes. No. No.
6: No. All
2: right. I. My. My. My case. Not is a rested. single Thank you.
5: couple from a holiday movie has ever actually been in love. They've just been swept up in the joy of the season.
0: Correct, <laughs> correct, correct. Your yes. cynicism is spreading like a virus, Tim. I don't like this world. <laughs> <laughs>
1: marissa what's your what's i would
0: your
3: say rating? as a as a love story i give it one out of five love Ooh, Um okay. i think it's there is there is little substance there but as a christmas spirited film with the the energy of the season um and the whimsical nature and the the time travel element i'd give that like a four out of five you know okay there's a fun little layer on top was the movie good no No, but was
1: it fun to watch? Sure. It was enjoyable. It was a fun hate watch. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I would rate this one um, Olivia Newton-John television Christmas
2: movie.
3: Mm. That is
2: what I would rate this. Out
3: of five?
2: Out of five. (laughs) I will say, this this movie is far better than the Star Wars holiday special. Yes,
6: (laughs) Yes. that's
2: true. That is definitely true. Yes, yeah. Incidentally, the last time we
1: did a, a Thought Bubble Audio holiday special... Uh, the Star Wars holiday yeah. special. Yeah, that was, that was, oh boy. Oh boy. That was because there was no love story in it.
5: Because you mentioned the Olivia Newton, John Christmas special. I just <laughs> want to put in a plug for the one true <laughs> Olivia Newton, John Christmas special in my heart, which is score a hockey musical.
1: Yes. I, uh, that has been in our, in our family movie watching queue for a bit now. Cause I really, I haven't listened to your episode on it cause I want to enjoy it the way <laughs> it was meant to be enjoyed. So I can't wait to sit down and watch this movie. Um, so that I can enjoy the, the craziness. Because you, you didn't lead me astray with uh, uh, Little Italy. So I I, I, f- I figure...
3: <laughs> Frank brings up Little Italy probably once a month. Like, he really wants <laughs> to watch he He talks about it all the time. I love that chaotic energy.
0: Little Italy
1: was great. It was, it was you know, that that is firmly in the camp of So Bad It's Good. Was that
5: a Christmas movie?
1: Mm, Could we make no. it one?
5: No, that was off-season.
4: No, no. It might as well have been, though. Well, that's too bad.
3: Anything's
1: a Christmas movie if you try hard enough. Come on. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like that movie really spoke to me in a in a way that I'm not proud of. So that is our take on Night Before Christmas. Does anybody have any final thoughts, closing thoughts, things that you didn't get to say that you're really dying to get out there? Speak now or forever hold your peace.
5: All Christmas films should henceforth be um, built around a formula of. Christmas song, pun name first, plot later. That's all. I mm. <laughs> yeah, yes. I
2: agree. The the this I like this movie almost purely based on the, the pun of the title, like, by itself. Yes. When we were going yes. around, like, what should we watch, what should we watch for this episode? I land, Night Before Christmas just because I like the title.
5: Which, this is the new hot trend in holiday films, so I expect to see more of it, but it is a trend I support.
2: Question, um do we actually want a sequel or are we just pretending we no. want yes. a sequel? Yes. No. Like, uh, okay, let everyone, everyone go around.
3: This is Marissa and I insist. There are some gaping plot holes that I need filled.
2: Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> but so will for- a sequel fix that or will it just leave more questions?
3: I would enjoy either way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Alright, so that's, that's Marissa's vote. Kelsey,
1: do you want a sequel?
4: The only sequel I want is the home renovation sequel where they take out the faux brick in her house.
2: (laughs) What? It was like cardboard. It wasn't even faux brick. Like, it looked like those little cardboard blocks that you give kids in kindergarten. And they can just, like, run through them. That's what it looked like. Oh, my God. Yes. Kirsty sequel, yay or nay?
5: No. Christmas movie sequels are... Just allowing the conspiracy of content creators who believe that television is a 10-hour movie and this is all part of the Holiday Movie Industrial Complex so that we can never know peace.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. Holiday Movie Industrial Complex. That is... There's a title if I ever heard one. Um, wow. Wow.
5: I did just watch two trilogies of Christmas movies, so
1: really- oh fair, so yeah. you're uh, uh, the height of your cynicism at this point yes. cool uh Palmer, yes, I absolutely want a sequel for all those same reasons <laughs> solid, I love it all right, sounds good so so Palmer's very bought into the holiday movie industrial
2: complex uh Tim uh, this was your question what say you uh, if they made one, I would watch it because like Marissa, I would like some i would like to n- I'm invested enough to know what happens, but also this is coming off of a couple of days of watching it. So if it if the movie came out next year, I probably wouldn't watch it unless we revisited this franchise for <laughs> for, for another holiday special.
1: I'm I'm with you on that. I think that uh, I'm not advocating for another one, but if they make it, I'll probably watch it because I'm invested enough. Yeah. Yeah. Hard saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's sort of the yeah, it's whatever that fallacy is. We're like, I'm I'm already I'm this far in. I gotta some keep cost. going. Some cost fallacy. That's it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm this far in. Got to keep going. Gotta make gotta make something come out of this. Yeah. Wow. Well, this was thank you thank you all for hate watching uh, this with us this holiday. This has been delightful. Uh, why don't we go around and uh, and plug our our respective. Podcasts. And in no particular order, uh, I'll, I'll start this time with, with Marissa. Uh, why don't you tell us about your show?
3: Sure. So I host uh, Loud Roman along with my friend Tookie Kavanaugh, who is a very funny comic. Uh, and we are talking about the series Shrill on Hulu, uh, starring A.D. Bryant and some other SNL folks. Uh, if you are a fan of the show, give us a listen. We talk about a lot of lady stuff, feminist-ish, and uh, being just what's, what's like being a woman.
1: Mm. On a similar note, uh, uh, and why don't you and Kelsey tell us about what it's like being a woman who hate watches? <laughs> <laughs> Solid transition. Thanks. That's what I do.
5: Uh, so we have hate watch with us, where we basically just throw content spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks, which unfortunately seems to be uh, the holiday industrial complex and lifetime movies about real families in um, Africa and whatnot. <laughs> And uh, we also have a lot of feelings about Netflix streaming originals and other uh, things in general. Eurovision. Eurovision. Eurovision's coming in the spring. Get hype, y'all. We are bringing Eurovision to America. <laughs> and um, watch score a hockey musical. Yes. That's really what our podcast is about at its heart, is score <laughs> a hockey musical.
1: It's true. That's really what's in the bones of your of your podcast to begin with.
5: Exactly. That's what gets us out of bed every morning <laughs> to go to the podcast studio and produce this content for you.
1: And we all benefit. We all benefit from it. You uh, do. We're, like, we're, I
5: think this is a public good, is I, what I'm saying. You're definitely
1: like, providing a public service. Where can people find Hate Watch with us?
5: Uh, we are at Hate Watch With Us on Twitter, and we have a website, hatewatchwithus.com, and you can find us on, I think, more or less all of the podcast platform places.
1: Right on, right on. Palmer, why don't you tell us about Batwoman TV Talk? Uh, as the
0: title would would uh, lead you to believe, we talk about the new CW show, Batwoman. Uh, you can follow us at Twitter at uh, Batwoman TV Talk and
1: email us at Batwoman TV Talk at Gmail. Right on. Uh, Why don't you uh, and Tim, I guess, both tell us about Academy Rewind. Palmer, you start.
0: Uh, Academy Rewind is a podcast about going back through the years of the Academy Awards and reviewing the Oscar contenders for Best Picture from a given year. Um, It's been a really great ride so far, and most of it's been me telling
2: Tim he's wrong. And Tim, what's your take on that? What's the Um, podcast really about? The podcast is exactly what Palmer just said, which is very impressive. Um, but it is about him telling me that I'm wrong, but the twist is that I'm not wrong. Ooh. I am the voice of the people. Yeah, and, and that, and, and that Palmer sometimes is also not wrong, that it is a subjective podcast based on zero empirical evidence. So, (laughs) um, so. And I'm always right. And Palmer is, and Palmer is Palmer. So. Well. you guys both win a Rewindee in my heart, and that's all that really matters. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we give rewindies to the show. To uh, the show, we pick our best actors and actresses and you know, cinematographers and whatever else. And even if we have zero um, knowledge of what it takes to do those jobs, we judge them for it because that's what award shows are all about
1: because <laughs> that's what critics do.
2: Exactly. And that's at AcademyRewind.com, right? dot gmail.com which we don't check so don't email us and at Twitter at Academy rewind into uh, which Palmer runs that account so if you want Palmer you can check him out at, at Academy rewind and you can find myself at Timothy PG 13 along with several other shows Frank do you want me to do you want me to Please do. Start, start rolling you can find me at read up at read Up podcast in which I go through I read a lot of books for work and so I just talk about those books on a podcast they're very short episodes I should and they come out in uh, batches and so there's a, a next wave coming out in the next couple of weeks. And you can also find me at Tolkien TV Talk, where we are prepping for the Lord of the Rings uh, Amazon series coming in 2021, maybe 2022. Um, so those episodes are quite sparse in between because uh, we are a long way off from that show. And then you can find Frank and myself at Supergirl TV Talk, where we talk about the CW's hit show, Supergirl. I stole what Frank says every week. (laughs) Frank, why don't you tell them about the last... Bit of information,
1: yeah. Beer with Geeks uh, is sort of the, the the first show that we that we started, and that's where all this madness, uh, how all these people came together. But Beer with Geeks is where Tim and I crack open a beer every week and talk about whatever's happening in uh, whatever's happening in uh, geeky media this week, or or frankly, a lot of nostalgia uh, of stuff from uh, from the '90s and, and the 2000s. And uh, it's always fun. We talk about our beer. We talk about uh, geeky topics with our ungeeky beer, as we used to say, and uh, and it's a lot of fun. So. Check that out at uh or or you can find that show and all of the shows we just mentioned at thoughtbubbleaudio.com. And there are all the links and all the social stuff will be there um, if you want to find all of our shows from there. Thank you, friends. It's been such a blast talking to you today. Uh, happy holiday. Merry Christmas. Uh, enjoy your, your hot chocolate uh, wherever you may be. And uh, uh, I, I love you all. Thank you all for, for joining me.
6: Thank you.
4: Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks.
2: Thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening, everybody. We love you for listening. you fools.